Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022, and this is the SipStack on Substack, read by myself, author Ryan Cipriani. Today's article is Writing Mechanics, the Passive Voice. My dog is attuned to the weirdest sounds. Like his energy level changes significantly when he hears me make noises. You have never seen a dog jump out of a de dead sleep with excitement so fast as when I take a deep breath near Otto. Now, I realize that his little problem-solving brain has come to associate certain audible triggers with an expected action, uh, and at the time of this writing, he believes my deep sigh was a preparation to leave the bed and take him for a walk, but nonetheless, it can be super humorous. Whatever it is that gets you up and moving this morning, I hope you have plenty of it. Whether it's a power song, the sound of boiling water for a warm beverage, or just a deep sigh, whatever gets you out of bed, here's hoping it works like a charm. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Passive voice. A very particular bugbear in today's writing landscape is the nuance between active and passive voicing in a piece of work. I worked with an editor on a novella whose most passionate pleas were saved for when she discovered passive voicing in my work. To her estimation, it made me sound amateurish. I thought it made me sound like a storyteller. And the thing is, neither one of us is particularly wrong. Passive voice, like so many other grammatical rules, is not specifically an incorrect way of writing. In fact, there are some scenarios where it is not only preferable, but indeed quite artistic. However, most of the time, pacing and energy are preserved when writing in active voice, so it is important to be able to distinguish between the two. As with all lessons in language and grammar, these things are fluid, so there are no hard and fast rules, especially in an artistic setting. That disclaimer aside, let's dig into the difference between active and passive voice and talk a little bit about when to use the latter effectively. Sort of like the split infinitive, passive voice is actually pretty easy to identify once you know what to look for. Definitionally, passive voice occurs when the verb in a sentence is placed to give emphasis to the verb's recipient. Conversely, active voice is when the verb's placement emphasizes the person or thing performing the verb. I realize this may still feel a little confusing, so we'll break it down further. Functionally, this usually manifests in a sentence using active voice with the verb coming at the beginning. Whereas in a sentence in a passive voice, the verb is more likely to appear closer to the end. Again, not hard and fast rules, but this can be a quick way to identify the difference. Verb towards the beginning, probably active. Ver verb towards the end, more likely to be passive. So let's rewrite a sentence twice, once using active and once using passive so it's clear where the emphasis is. We'll take a basic chore as our example. Buying groceries. I bought groceries is an active sentence. I is the subject, bought is our verb, and groceries is the recipient of that verb. Simple, short, to the point. The groceries were bought by me is passive. The emphasis here is placed more on the groceries than on me. Our verb is modified slightly with the inclusion of were and is in a slightly different position to shift the emphasis. The two sentences convey the same idea. Groceries have been purchased and I was the one to do it. However, the presentation and pacing of those two sentences are quite different, and they both have their use cases. Here's another example from my own writing. The land was first settled by the trolls. Describes a particular point in history where the countryside belongs to a clan of trolls. It's written in passive voice. Why? Emphasis. In the broader context of the paragraph the sentence appears sorry, in the broader context of the paragraph this sentence appears in, the subject of the paragraph is the land, not the trolls. So I want to keep the emphasis there. 
Second, while the active voice of this sentence, the trolls settled the land first, gets right to the point, its emphasis is on the trolls themselves. Your takeaway should be that there is nothing objectively wrong with passive voice. It simply needs to be employed correctly. Read your sentences thoroughly, identify your subject, and decide whether you want the emphasis on them or not. Most of the time you'll find the answer is yes, you do want the emphasis on them and the active voice is appropriate. However, in art and storytelling, and even in some academic work, there is absolutely room and use case for passive voice. Knowing the difference can help you employ them both impactfully. Today's writing prompt. Today's writing prompt is a little less creative and fun and more about practicing some of the mechanics we've learned so far. Using the Paragraph Masterclass newsletter as a guide, write a paragraph about things you're going to do today. Pay close attention to your sentence subjects and write three versions of this paragraph. One using active voice throughout, one using passive voice throughout, and then finally combine them to make the most effective version of the paragraph. It doesn't have to be a long paragraph. Alternative version of that sentence, the paragraph does not have to be long. Five sentences will get the point across. Alternative version of that sentence, the point will get across after five sentences. Just give yourself enough space to mix up sentence structure a few times and practice active versus passive voice. And maybe watch out for split infinitives along the way. Thanks for joining, everyone. Wishing you all a full day of writing, discovery, and fulfillment. May your lava lamps burble on, you beautiful creatures. We'll see you all tomorrow. And as always, if you enjoy the content uh, of the SIP stack uh, and uh, think that it brings you, uh, some value to you, uh, please uh, feel free uh, to like, subscribe, all those fun things. Leave a comment. Um, I actually ha have been getting some feedback uh, on, on some of these uh, newsletters, and um, I actually quite enjoy uh, all the feedback, good and bad. Um, so I, uh, I truly appreciate it when you all reach out. Um, but that's all for today, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.